Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with his dear, dear friends, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. I've, I've, you've graduated from good, good friends to dear, dear friends. I'm in a good mood, as happened so many times this year. My team won. Your guys' team lost. Cowboys went into Cincinnati, obliterated. Red Rifle got his revenge on the Bengals, going back to his old hometown. Charlotte, you guys were done Thursday. Sorry. And Dave, your Pittsburgh Steelers blew a lead last night. Tail of two games, I think. Hmm. Maybe three games. Very, very sorry. But either way, can you believe week 14 is almost in the books? I feel like we're going to, this is every podcast, every sports podcast starts this way. And we're going to do it the same way. Can you believe we've gone through 14 (laughs) weeks? Can you believe it's December? Do you you know how time works? Can you believe it's going (laughs) as according to plan? Charlotte, first it was like the first three weeks and then it went weeks four through seven. And then it progressed Throughout the, I guess out of all the, what you speak in hyperbole, this is the one year it's acceptable to say, can you believe? Because I almost don't believe it, but you we know, should believe it. We go week to week to week to week, right? You know what this is, Sal? What is it? This is unprecedented. Oh, you're kidding me. No one, no one's been talking about how unprecedented, you know, this year has been and yeah. this NFL season, but I just want to be the first to say the precedent is yeah. un. You're so, right. A big one in sports is that uh, people are poised to do things. Like people uh, are always when we're uh-huh. talking temporal things, like what's right on the horizon. People are poised to do it, but not not general, not in general life. Only in sport do you hear guys are being poised to do stuff. Right. But I do have bad news. Speaking again of temporal matters, calendar stuff, tent pole stuff that helps you distinguish one day from the other. Um, specifically, I'm talking about Christmas. And after what happened on Sunday Night Football, I regret. To have to be the one to say this, but Christmas is canceled. Oh, is that right? It's yeah. over. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, uh, you know, oh. what, what's the point? What's the point now? It's over with. You My know, goodness. I, I hate, I, it gives me no pleasure. Your Steelers were up seven, nothing, right? I saw it. I saw it. <clears> they happened. ended up losing. I watched. Uh, I watched they it. could have been up seven, three and half. And then the pick six, big Ben. There's no reason to pick over it. it what happened happened. And let's move. 26, <laughs> 15. <26-15. laughs> They lose the game. They lose the number one seed in a matter of six days, I guess. Right? Well, you're Monday. a real Scrooge, aren't you? I, I you, uh, you can't take my. That's my request. I, is that we not? I'm not talk the one who. This. I'm not the one who canceled Christmas here. I, I, I believe know. that was I, you. I didn't I'm want the to. Scrooge. Listen, it was. Uh, it was a <laughs> really a, a a gut punch kind of performance in, in my book. You know, I mean, I. I and by the way, um. It's not like I didn't see it coming, but it was really dispiriting at some point. The, you know, in, in 21st century pro football, few times do you see a team struggle so mightily to move the ball, but there were, there were a couple of possessions in there where, that were, that were just downright grim and, and kind of, you know, it all starts off to the first possession of the game. That was, that. I mean, it, it, it got to a place um, where you start to feel a little bit sad for a professional athlete like Steve Sachs or Chuck Knobloch or any right. of those other examples. Like, well, this is your nominal 
uh, job is to do your receiver is in the title and you can't catch the ball. It's it it got sad for Deontay Johnson. Like, oh man, what, this what is kid. going on with that? So now I noticed Ben has done this now where okay, our guys are dropping balls, and part of it is because they're moving while they're attempting to catch a pass. So let's do this right off the snap. <laughs> no, but honestly, they simplified the offense so that every other drive, the first play is snap the ball, throw a quick screen to the wide receiver. And even then, that wasn't working. Like, okay, let's see if you can catch it without moving. And then we'll work on, like, uh, plays over the middle and uh, fly routes and stuff like that. But they still drop the ball. Well, it's, it's also nice that, you know, you think, okay, well, if they can't catch it, let's go to the run game. Uh, but they had, they had 47 yards for 17 carries, so... Yeah, it's a problem, yeah. Dave, that run game. I know I'm not I'm not introducing anything new to you, but this was I know you don't want to accept that people like, oh, where's this gritty offense? It's like, OK, it hasn't existed like that in years where they pound through the uh, between the tackles. But it also even in the Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph days, it wasn't they weren't averaging, like Charlotte said, 47 yards, I think 57 yards over the last seven weeks. That's, Forget about that's, the number one seed. You got to this has got to be fixed to win in January, right? Four times fewer than Derrick Henry. Over yes. Derrick Henry had over four times that himself. Yeah, so you could say it's a quarter of what Derrick there Henry's is. performance is, <laughs> or you could say Derrick Henry's four times. <laughs> You're good either way. Well, ahead, I mean, Dave. that you know, to, to, to pick apart, uh, you know, the, what's gone on all season long for them, they haven't been a, a run-based team. The issue is at this point that, Everybody is now uh, understands that it's like a, a 20 yard offense at this point. They're not going to run the ball at you, but they're not going to throw it over your heads either. So they're very limited. And yeah. on the banks of the mm -hmm. three rivers, many would have Deontay Johnson benched permanently. Tomlin did that for, you know, the better part of the first half. But, you know, I and, and believe me, I'm wringing my hands and frustrated and everything else. But you talk about limiting yourself even further. What are you going to do? Juju and James Washington are possession guys largely. And right. Chase Claypool has sort of vanished. What would he get? Three deep balls thrown in his direction every game. You're you're just very, very limited offensively. And, you know, I, I, I don't even know where to point anymore. But the offensive line over the course of the game was decimated. But even going into the game, they just were not uh, doing a great job. I think, you know wrong side of 30 and all that collectively for the offensive line. Bad times. And yet I continue to answer questions today about now are they overrated? It doesn't <laughs> matter where they're rated, where they're rated <laughs> is at the two seat. Well, can't you concede Dave that the bills are better? It doesn't matter if the bills are better. The Steelers by virtue of the way our playoff structure works in pro football, the Steelers are rated second and that's where they're rated and that's where they shall stay until they lose one more game and the Bills pass them, and then the Steelers will be rated third. That's I know, but they, you're killing our careers here. This is all we're paid for is we to talk to about. We have to rate uh, yes, things. Yes, uh, what do we have unless we're rated? Like, I uh, like rating things. I don't like that. I, I, I'm also parsing words. Rated <laughs> is, no, is, is no matter here. You rate fruit for a living. We right, can you're goddamn right, I do, friends. That's true. <laughs> Let me tell you about the Envy Apple. Dear, dear friend. Yeah. Let me tell you the, about the Envy apple i ate on saturday night no I mean, no this no. thing no. is 
You don't this have, race okay, to the finish line. <laughs> I mean, this thing is, you would not, be, I mean, the honey crisp, don't, sure, you hear about it, and the cosmic Don't step crisp. on I mean, the joke. You've got two exciting. weeks left. You have yeah, two weeks left on, to Dave. decide your fruit of the year. I, I do meantime, like jokes. Let's do some jokes, because this is serious business. Right I will now. say, okay, no more rating for the rest of the year. None of these teams, Charlotte. If you think the Chiefs are good, so be it. It'll be decided in January and February. Don't oh, talk, no. dare I'm talk gonna about rate it them. now. I'm no, don't I'm do it. I'm going to rate them. Don't you dare do it. It's uh, not we, a hot take to say that the Chiefs, who are the reigning champs, who have a guy who's tracking to go down in history as the greatest quarterback of all time, are in fact the team to beat. Like that, that my that's my point and has been my point for the last three weeks. What is the what this this is compelling conversation? No, it's like I no. actually let me just tell you something, everybody. Sorry, sorry if this hurts your feelings. The Chiefs are the best team. Like. Yeah, yeah, everybody agrees. Okay, Everybody's how about this then? Agreed. Instead of rating the Steelers, why don't we make the conversation, which I think you're right, the Chiefs, okay, we don't want to talk about the Chiefs so much. Who would give the Chiefs the toughest game? That all of a sudden may not be the Steelers. That may be the Bills, maybe the Colts. I'd like to talk about them. They mm -hmm. seem to be, uh, do damage on the road. That's a conversation we can get into. But I, I know agree you don't want that. to talk about this game. 26-15 final score. The worst thing for me, I don't care about the Steelers. Uh, they got beat by America's team, Buffalo Bills, whatever. That, that's going to happen. Um, but, but, but bittersweet for you, by the way, right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, um, definitely. Uh, after the game, we have a clip. Um, who was interviewing um, Josh Allen? Obviously, Bills quarterback uh, lit the, the world on fire in the second half. He, he Stefan Diggs it was a magnet. I, I don't know what happened. They forgot to cover him. Though. He, he now has a thousand Catherine yards. Catherine Tappen? Was it Catherine? Was I, I thought it was Jack Collins. Jack Collinsworth seems to do everything. No, uh, on the he part. threw no. to Catherine Tapp. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Uh, let's run that clip real quick. This is Josh Allen, and he is interrupted by uh, Eric Ebron. I, I, I told the punchline, but audio-wise, you're going to have to know what's going on here. So go ahead. Listen. Well, I mean, our defense stepped up big time, especially when we come out in the first half and we started the way we did. Um, we got to find a way to start faster. I am super proud of this team. We're, we're super resilient. Um, hey, yeah, nice win. <laughs> all right there you go they hey nice win um first of all a couple things that could wait until after the interview you got about 10 seconds and then you could wait and then the whole world doesn't see how elated you are to congratulate josh allen on the win um knocking you out of the one seed secondly i just don't like it in general i know charlotte you you uh you approve of that kind of stuff I hate it. Well, I knew the minute that happened, I started laughing because I was like, oh, Sal and Dave are going to hate this. Because not, it wasn't even a jersey swap. It was a straight up congrats on beating us. Yeah. And I knew I could just like, I was thinking of Steelers fans just watching that being like, are you kidding me? And I personally, like, I don't, I don't know why it doesn't bother me. I think because I've sort of realized that none, the place you work for isn't going to care about you as much as you care about it. So, you know, you might as well congrat congratulate your friends on doing something good because ultimately mm. teams don't matter. But I guess that's the whole charade of sports that they do matter. So maybe I'm well, just that's a nihilist, but in, I think. In the spirit of Christmas and you want to believe and there's charades all over the place. Right. Dave and I would like to believe that these teams don't like each other, at least that they care about losing as much as we do, Dave. You had an uh, issue with that, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, it was horrible, especially <laughs> considering who it was. Like, you know, I, I give, I'll give Cam Hayward um, a guy in the face of disaster and depression who, you know, play after play, 
uh, keep showing up for for the Steelers, but Eric Ebron with all the drops and every yeah. week taken to Twitter to bellyache about the schedule makers and um and the referees and everything is a uh, screwing him and he, he drops a first down pass he should have caught the ball and he immediately turns to the ref like the ref has no no uh, no value here you're you should have caught the ball Eric Ebron and amidst all that he's playing grab ass with Josh Allen uh <laughs> after the game yes it's vexing stuff and i don't know what to make of it and he is going to he fortunately good teammate because he definitely is drawing the ire of Steelers fans away from Deontay Johnson and mm. Ben Roethlisberger and, and uh, Randy Feekner and everybody else because Eric Ebron is the guy who's getting most of the guff from right. Steelers fans today. By the way, just very quickly, one more thing about Bills and Steelers. The way it's laying out now is unless things break just so for the Browns, you're very likely that that's going to be a uh, there's a it's a very real possibility that those two teams that you just watched last night are going to play again in the divisional round, which is which I think is kind of interesting. I think it, I kind of I, I, I kind of no, um, no, sure. no, 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 sure. they're going to be two division winners, I think. What do you and mean? If they both, right. And if they both win, and if they both right. And if they both win, then they would play you. each okay. other. And then yes. what's left to be determined is, is the right. game back up in Buffalo? Or is it in Pittsburgh? Either way, I don't think uh, Eric Ebron will be uh, will be uh, welcomed warmly. Here's the thing with Ebron and Charlotte. This is you're going to say this is something I need to go over. Per perhaps I need therapy on this. When I mm -hmm. grew up, if I struck out in Little League mm -hmm. to end the game, the only way I wasn't going to feel the wrath of my father, not physically, but he would, you know, he gets snippy with me about. Uh, is if I was angrier than he was about the outcome. Oh my so God. So you have to play a little game with yourself. Dave, you're nodding your head. Yes, maybe you went through the same thing. Maybe you're just familiar with the concept of, uh, I, I, I had to be angry. I had, a, I had to prove that this was still bothering me. I certainly couldn't hug the uh, pitcher who struck me out after the game. Uh, okay. And this was the only way to get through the weekend. Now that's what, what do you think? Uh, this is, and now this has stayed with me for many, many years. And I apply it now to the pros. No, you know, look, you're probably, you're a very successful man. It's probably because you're <laughs> so competitive, Sal, you know, you got to take, you got to take whatever you can get. Um, but yeah, that's, you should maybe talk to a therapist about that one. <laughs> I, I disagree. I think no, that's I'm right. Kidding, I'm kidding. No, I think that yeah. yes, it was not a good look for Eric Ebron to do that. It was, it was, it was a real F you to fans. And I think mm -hmm. that at a certain point, if you're not thinking about that, then you're, that's a part of your job as a pro football player to think about that. And he just threw that out the window. There is nothing bad about Rick Pitino. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, um, John Chaney walking into a press oh, conference yeah. um, and uh, telling uh, John Calipari that he was going to kick his ass. There was nothing wrong. Awesome. There is nothing wrong with Sam Weish grabbing the microphone to to admonish the uh, Cincinnati Bengals fans and saying, you're not from Cleveland, you're from Cincinnati um, mm -hmm. and, and and ripping the other town. Ta Hollywood Henderson before Super Bowl 13, making fun That's of right. the starting quarterback and saying you could spot him the C in the A and he still wouldn't be able to spell cat. These are great things. WWE makes it fun. It mm -hmm. is not fun to have the curtain pulled back and 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 find out that we fans care more than you players do right. about anything. They really need to. I, I, I people think it's cute, or I'm I'm jiving, or I'm being 
you know, a man child. This is for no. real. Rod no Goodell needs to step in. No one likes no one likes seeing that they get <laughs> Jesus along. Jesus Christ. That's the way it, that's the way it should be. Football is family. Fah. I don't want I th- no, I don't want that. They are our sworn enemies and that's how it should be portrayed. It was the extra step of interrupting the interview. If the cameras like yes. I say catch it 20 seconds later that they're like hugging or whatever, it's one thing. But it's if Eric Ebron's like I need everyone to know I'm over this and we're buddies and I'm congratulate I I just don't know the thought process behind it, Charlie. It's rivalry week. This is rivalries are good because they don't like each other. That's the point. Yeah. It feels like there wasn't much thought behind it. I guess that's You know? Like, I think it's that simple. I don't think it was like some grand evil plan to make a fan base hate you. I think it was like, oh, there's my pal. He did well. I'm going to say something. Um, no, you're but right. then right. you have I, people like Dave who are who are not thrilled with it. So I think Eric Ebron just needed my father uh, in the back of his mind Clearly. at some point there. Yeah, they I, they I just wish they would meet at some point. Mo Damashek was the other <laughs> side was the it was the push and pull of parenting because Mo Damashek one time I made a great catch on a play in the not Little League, but whatever happens before Little League, I made a great T-ball. catch. <laughs> But yeah. we lost the game, but I was over the moon because I'd made a great catch. It wasn't T, it was in between T ball. You weren't, oh, you went league, over it, the moon to make a great catch. That's what right. You, something like that. And then uh, it, was, it was like Conseco went off my head and I caught right. it somehow. But and then, uh, <laughs> but then I made an error in a game my team won and I cried. And Mo gave me this. She's like, I don't understand you. And I'm yes. like, I'm vain, Mo. I, what, what I do is what right. matters. Is what matters here. Not what Mom, I'm well, selfish. <laughs> thank you. Well, we, luckily, we also have an audio clip of that conversation. Mo and Dave that. Oh, no, we don't. All right, let's move on. Kansas City. So now that I got to tell you, I think they're the team to beat. No. Kansas City goes into Miami <laughs> and wins 33-27. Weird in terms of the cover. Um, 33-27, they were up late. They could have taken three knees, and that really would have been it for Miami, but they get a dumb penalty, and then Miami comes down. They finally do it right. Brian Flores kicks on second down instead of bleeding the clock out so that they have no time, and then they uh, they botch the onside kick. But, you know, what are you going to say? Mahomes, in a three-interception game, still looked pretty dominant. Very, very weird. It's it's you wouldn't say that about any other quarterback, Charlotte, right? But this is why he's the MVP. Yeah, and he, anytime he throws as he's running sideways in the other direction, I'm like, well, I can't even like, I can't look a different way from where I'm running, let alone throw it. So it really, I think he looks so good right. when he does this. So you're like, oh, three interceptions, but he still looks great, and he won. Um, I know. I do think that it's the Chiefs are the kind of team where. I don't think the Dolphins necessarily played terribly or like I it's almost like it's a Chiefs win more than it was a Dolphins loss. Um, Right. But I don't know if that's fair to say about any sport. But I mean, it's just so fun seeing Tua um, work out. You know, I I love that. Well, I wish I wish I could hear anything you just said, because um, one of my children, you guys may uh, witness an assault. I'm sorry. Uh, decided to print all their homework or upcoming week work uh, while you were talking. <laughs> I thought and someone I, was running a vacuum cleaner over at uh, the <gasps> Iano Man. Amazing. I didn't know. Just um, who just printed so you that? Know. Have them come get it. Oh yeah, that now they're. I bet they're afraid now to open the door here, but <laughs> they shouldn't be. See, now I'm like my father. What happened? Yeah, everybody. He he has <laughs> to be more upset about interrupting you than you are about him interrupting you, right. and then it'll be fine. Exactly. If it's, 
But by the way, if it, if if it is as you say, Sal, our job to add it's some still intrigue. Going. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. How, Wait, that is who crazy. Print stuff anymore? Do kids know how to use printers? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, furious pacer. Twenty pages. <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> What's going on with your printer too? It's a. It, it's uh, it is worse than an industrial uh, what vacuum the cleaner. This is unbelievable. All right, just so you know, this is what we're competing against. Ten minus blank equals nine. 20 minus blank equals 11. Wow. My kids are going to be smart now. <laughs> Hold on. Let me dump this under the door. Don't you dare cut any of this out, Jim. <laughs> you can open the door and give it to him. That's no, more fun to just slide it under. All right, I'm back. Yeah, it's under the door. As it's how you could open the door and... No, no. I may yeah. never open that door again. I think sends a message. It. Sends yeah. a powerful message. Exactly. You'll perish in your office. <laughs> That's right. Uh, some other games. Let me just say this. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. About the Chiefs. Yes. Uh, about the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Mm -hmm. As you say, it's our responsibility uh, talking into a microphone to add intrigue to the upcoming postseason. It's my point all along is, as you could see with the Dolphins, the Dolphins are an imperfect bunch, but they gave the Chiefs a, a run for their money, just as the Broncos did the week before. And that's why I keep pointing to the import of that number one seed. If you have if they if the Chiefs had to play an extra game, it really then makes it for makes for a fascinating AFC as it's stacking up now, as you kind of look at it, um, where you rank who's better or whatever, where the standings rank the Chiefs now makes it feel like they're a prohibitive favorite. Who do you think, to your question from six, eight minutes ago, Sal, is there a team now that you can rightly see in the AFC that gives <clears throat> the Chiefs, I don't think it's the Bills as constructed. You know, it, it always is, and I'm with Jeff Schwartz on this and, um, you know, was with everybody a year ago. It's not, it, it's not grind out the Chiefs and play keep away from them. You must mm -hmm. shoot it out with them on some level, but also it's a requirement, not that you're going to blitz him and throw an extra defender uh, at Patrick Mahomes. You have to be able to get home with your four. That's what the Niners did in the Super right. Bowl for at Giants, least, you know, 54 minutes at least. And yeah. that's how you, yeah, right. That's exactly what the Giants did to Tom Brady when they vanquished him was you can get there with your uh, pass rushers and drop everybody else and cloud his line of sight there. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like we're suddenly lacking intrigue, and I'll throw one team out there. I like yeah. the, your Colts idea. It's interesting. Well, I but think the, the Colts fit the, your description right, right there with getting at, the, at, getting at yep. them with their four, and they do it on the road. But go ahead. Yep. Who are you going to say? The other one is, I know I keep talking about I'm getting to be a broken record about them, but the Ravens. I think the Ravens <clears throat> with yeah. Calais and Ngakwe can maybe and, and Judon in the rat. I think they could I think they legitimately and their back end um could give Mahomes trouble. I know we've seen it a couple of times now that uh Mahomes and company have taken care uh, you know early in the season they really smoked them at least in that first right. half. But I think the Ravens who aren't even in the playoffs as we speak, I think maybe are the team that could give the Chiefs a run for its money. Well, let's go. Yeah, let's go over these odds real quick because with the bye, it is very important. If you look at it, the, the teams that do well have uh, the first week off now, but it meant something different, I think, for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, in a way, was the AFC's only hope that they played a third game, the Chiefs, right? The right. Steelers, it'd be nice. They could rest up if they had a bye, you know? It was necessary to knock the Chiefs out, out of that one spot, but now they do have the one spot. 
I don't think they relinquish it. They're less than two to one odds now to repeat as a pro football championship 55. Um, <laughs> I'm reading that you can't say Super Bowl, but I will anyway. Plus 195 they are. The Packers 7 to 1. The Saints 7 to 1. They did not look good yesterday. Rams 10 to 1. Steelers 11. Bills 13 to 1. And then, uh, like you said, your Ravens are all the way down to 26 to 1. Basically because they have to win tonight, right? I mean, it's almost a must win. I know they have an easy slate the last three, but got to get this win to compete with uh, Miami, who has a tougher run the last three, and my Colts at 26-1. to Charlotte, all right, who's the team to beat, if not the Chiefs? Patriots. (laughs) Let me see. Obviously. They're they're 400-1. to Okay. (laughs) Those Um, are good odds. I don't know. I feel guys, I've been so bad at predicting things that <laughs> like at what point do I do do I have to be right about one thing before I can predict another is my So let, let's talk about this. I, I meant to discuss it earlier. We lost our extra points for extra pay par, uh, parlay. Charlotte, you're not alone. I, I screwed up. We tag team that Minnesota Tampa Bay game. I like Minnesota plus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. That's what FanDuel did. They boosted the points to over a touchdown. And you had the over, what was that number? 40, it was, it was a manageable number. Uh, 52 and a half. 51 and a half. 51, 51 and a half, was that what it was? And Dan Bailey just crushed us. The Vikings yeah. came out, they looked good. Kirk Cousins didn't have to do, you know what Kirk Cousins, like, okay, which version of Kirk Cousins I'm going to, oh, oh, we got the decent version of Kirk Cousins, okay. Um, the the Bucks looked listless, right, coming out of the bye and then they just hand that stupid pass interference call. I guess we're doing pass interference calls on Hail Marys now. Great. Good job. Uh, uncatchables, not in the vernacular anymore, but whatever. So Tampa's back in the game. But to not cover the seven and a half and the fact that this game stayed under because of Dan freaking Bally. I know. I know. Furious I mean, at him. wasn't that like the worst performance by a kicker since 1960 or something? He missed, uh, he missed four kicks. He didn't make a single kick. Yeah, right? I mean, Gaskowski in the beginning of the year, I guess he redeemed but himself he re- on but that. But he front. made right. the last He en- ended up making one. But No, I mean, I I felt like I lost hope in the in the first half for this over because right. what 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 was the score in going into the half? I don't know. Uh, I whatever. On, can, it was can, yeah. it was not high and I was like, wow, they're going to have to do a lot of work to make this up. If it's but it, it you know they started picking up steam they started scoring then Dan Bailey just I mean what do you do at that point with a kicker because Zimmer was like you know he seemed to say in the press conference afterwards you know well it's fine it happens we'll keep him around but he yeah, also but he's said we're not gone. worried about feelings like what do you like what do you do <laughs> he's uh well you introduce him to my father is what you do no you uh he he's got to be gone something's not right with him. Right, Dave? I mean, it was to answer your question, it was 17-6 at half. Yeah, and, that's what uh, I was the, like. They're not going to do the this. The Bucks got a little bit of a break, like I said, with that uh, Gronk call. But damn it, Minnesota did not play like a, a playoff team. And Tampa Bay, I thought, looked like one that could just lose in the first round. But this goes week to week. It's weird. I know. but I, And I don't know. Going forward, they do benefit, I think. And I'm this isn't, uh, well, it is a little sour grapes from a Steelers fan. But it's a little like Tampa Bay gets that buy right when they need it to kind of gather themselves, something that was taken away um, from them. But yeah, I, I still aren't the Bucks. It's funny where they sit. I don't I don't maybe I'm speaking for football fans everywhere, but 
wouldn't you think the Buccaneers would be a bigger factor in as we get ready for these playoffs with Tom yeah. Brady and all these stars around them and everything? And they feel almost like an afterthought by virtue of how they've played. They just don't see they they feel like they deserve mm. to be um an afterthought with all this. But you know, back to the aforementioned or the conversation we were having earlier, um, and my vanity. I feel pretty good because once again, Damashek didn't let the team down. Damashek made the right play. Once really again, did. I made, I made yeah. a great catch in the you, outfield. Um, well, and it, it got bookended because you had the Jets Seahawks under. It was a forty to three final. What were you, what was it like? Forty six and a half. I'm sorry. It I was. Uh, I think it was forty eight and a half for us. We boosted it up an extra point. And I also issued that as a, a teaser as well, along with uh, with Tennessee. Um, didn't end up needing either, um, didn't need those, uh, extra points uh, for either mm. leg of it. But, um, but yeah, Damashek four, four and oh yesterday across the board, um, with the game plus the, Very the nice. teaser and another one. Yes. Very I told nice. you, I told you like Neo, it's, it's that scene, the helicopter scene in the matrix. Boop, 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 right. boop, boop. Now I know how to fly. A, I've watched enough football now going forward. Now you can fly I, a helicopter. I imagine I will be, yes. Wow. If you want to soar high above. The, uh, the the masses and uh, make a lot of money the rest of the way. Follow Damashek. Well, do, do that for sure. A 40 to three was a surprising score. More surprising to some uh, than others. Do we have an audio clip of uh, last Friday's extra points? I have a hot take here. Yeah. I would not be shocked uh, if this is the game that the Jets win. No. Yes, All right, I love I'm, it. I love it, I but really... this is going to be really embarrassing on Monday. But okay. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I was, why I, though, Charlotte? They they uh they they have to be just distraught by by that loss. You were yeah. very confident. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh yeah, like you knew something. You're like, okay, all right, watch, watch come Monday. Oh, well, hey, we'll, listen, we'll see. listen, listen. If the Jets if the Jets had one, how yeah. great would that have sounded, right? You know, That's you got true. you 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 pick your you pick your spot. Either I sound like an idiot. <laughs> Right. Or I sound amazing. And I'm so used to sounding like an idiot that that downside doesn't really feel like too. It feels like it's worth the risk. You one, picked the I wrong like, spot. I like that Charlotte. Yeah, if one, I like how red Charlotte really got. You can see it in, in uh, on, uh, if you're listening to us. Trust me, her face got very red with that. And two, like I like I like after the fact, <laughs> Charlotte. What? Hey. Got to pick your spot. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do have to pick your spot. Listen, 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 listen. Pick listen, them a guys. little better. You, you picked one. You did pick a spot. Whether it was I, the right one or not is immaterial. You well, listen, okay. First of all, the only thing worse than having to hear your own voice back is your own voice saying something totally idiotic. <laughs> so, um, you know, you did say you'll you'll be embarrassed on Monday, and here I am embarrassed. Well, it's on not Monday. that embarrassed. I mean, forty to it could have been one hundred and twenty to three. It was All right, just 40 okay, to three. thank you, Sal, so <laughs> they, much. It's perfect. They pulled the entire first string out. <laughs> They're like, I this just... is not, this isn't right. Put Geno Smith in, please. Oh, <laughs> against the old team too. Hear and me Joel, out. Joel Solomon looked it up. This is not. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. You know how there's. You say there's no quit in this team. There's so much quit in this team because they scored first in seven of their 13 games, right, Joel? Was that it? Seven, they've played 13 games? They're 0 13, right? They didn't score first this time, though. <laughs> they did. They, they were winning 3 0, weren't they? Oh, I thought it was the Seahawks were 3 0. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember <laughs> oh, who you were I don't for? know anything. <laughs> the jersey colors are very confusing at this point. But anyway, the Jets are 0 13. Yeah. They're going to lose wow. 16 games this year. And uh, the Seahawks, Russell Hustle and Bustle, I think he's out of the MVP talk, but he certainly 
had good enough numbers. They have well, four touchdowns. Well, now that's what we have to root for. We have the the zero and sixteen Jets to root for. I pray to God that my New England Patriots are not the team in the last week that gives mm-hmm. that make the Jets have one win. Right. That's what. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, what's going to happen. Right. That's it. One, that- one, I don't give a good goddamn at this point who wins the MVP. I'm tired of the conversation about it and and how, I mean, the the week in, week out nature of it is is <laughs> is very strange. Why don't we, for future, in, in going forward, let's just leave it until about right now. That's This is mm. the first week, post week 14, let's say, going forward. That's the first time you should mention MVP talk. But anyhow, I think it's... Um, TJ Watts performance on on Sunday night football makes it so that now Aaron Donald is that much closer. Let's see what Miles Garrett does on Monday night football and maybe can um make the gap a little bit tighter, but I feel like in a weird way that defensive stars don't get the same benefit that offensive stars do, which is Derrick Henry could conceivably be offensive player of the year. And then you still could give MVP to Patrick Mahomes, and that's how you kind of mm-hmm. balance it out. But Aaron Donald's not going to get that. If you could rightly say, yeah, Aaron Donald, we're going to give defensive player of the year to, let's say, TJ Watt, but you're the MVP of the league. At what point is, again, like we've talked about, the word value? If Aaron Donald is taken off of that Rams team, I mean, the numbers aren't there to support defensive player of the year as much as just overall value in an ironic right. way that that okay he's done sack totals or otherwise but take him I, this defense is emerging as dominant I know that's long ago history Thursday night football but I, I I do think that we really should be talking about it maybe if the Dolphins could have pulled the upset and 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 finished things off yesterday that maybe we would be more in that space but either way we know Jared Goff ain't. Uh, well, it, let me tell you something. And though. also Tyreek Hill and, and Travis Kelsey, maybe All right. Travis Kelsey could be offensive player of the year. Ergo, how are you going to say Patrick Mahomes is more valuable if he has if he has all pros all around him? I think Aaron Donald is the correct answer here for MVP this year. Well, it, it, let me just say last week when we um, discussed this and you didn't want to, Patrick Mahomes was minus 550, according to FanDuel. Now, minus 250. They're not seeing that win over Miami as a plus at all. The three interceptions are weighing heavily on the odds, sure. um, which surprises me. So now it's a race again, at least odds-wise. Uh, Mahomes minus 250. Aaron Rodgers plus 175. Dispatch to the Lions. Josh Allen. It's so funny. They only list 11 players there. Josh Allen third, but at 33 to 1 odds. And then you got Big Ben at 100. You got Russell Wilson at 50. You mentioned Derrick Henry at 100. Wow, I'm surprised at the Mahomes thing. I'm just now catching that. It's uh, well, I mean, yeah, the the three picks and rightly, that's kind of what we've been talking about for a couple of weeks here with regard to the MVP Mm -hmm. thing. All he needs is one stinker like that. And all of a sudden it's reasonable to consider somebody else. What's not reasonable is that Aaron Rodgers naturally just now slides into the second spot and still no defensive player gets a mention there. And like I say, I mean, the Rams now are tracking to win. Talk about, I like to pat myself on the back for being right. One that I am wrong about, and uh, I Jerry Orbach it when I'm wrong. I say I'm mm. wrong. I mean, those Rams are now tracking to, to win that division. I don't think a lot of people saw that happening before. This. I'm, I'm not saying that Rams. to give myself cover. How many people picked the Rams going into this season in, in that mighty West? Well, yeah, yeah. It's uh, once San Francisco fell off, though, with the injuries, that it became anyone's uh, ball game. And um, yeah, the, but you would think Seahawks over Rams. Um, 
people don't love backing Jared Goff, but I like them at four to one to win the NFC. I'm actually, I actually bet that last night. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good, ooh, I like are, that. Are we, are we reading into it too much because of they, they thrashed the Patriots? Is that not a, is that not a good uh, barometer? No, I mean, I think they've been so steadily improving this whole, this whole season. I think they're the team that has been the, least erratic almost yeah. you know there, there are not many teams this season that have just consistently gotten better most mm-hmm. of them have gotten better and then slid back and then had crazy like look at the Raiders I mean even the Giants which is sort of funny to say because it's the Giants and they haven't been great but the Rams um, I feel like have I think Sean McVay is so good at fixing problems and figuring out what he has to change and Dave you said this often that you know he he tells Jared Goff what to do. And when Jared Goff manages to do it, it works. So um, I don't think it hurts that you have an unbelievable defense and Aaron Donald who just, you you can't stop him. Even if you try to stop him somehow, his arm keeps running, you know, it's like he's, he's a freak in a good way. Yeah. You know, obviously we saw cam Akers grinding away on Thursday night. Yeah. Receivers. No, no. Again, people always talk about, what you want to win a Super Bowl? Here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to have. One thing you don't have to have is some high-end superstar wide receiver. That's not people always attach that as one of the requirements. It is not. They have a nice collection of pass catchers. Plus, sure. they can run the ball. They have Andrew Whitworth on the way back, and that defense is emerging as dominant. But Jared Goff is the is the sort of shortcoming or the limitation on them. But again. The number one seed is everything. I do think that the Packers end up getting it, and it really does feel massive in the NFC side of things um, as well because, you know, what a difference it is. And, and the the Saints now, you know, with, with the big one coming up against the Chiefs, if the Rams somehow got it and Jared Goff only has to play two games to get to the Super Bowl, well, then the right. Rams' chances are, are, are way, way better than if you have to put him on the road. As a, for instance, up in Lambeau. And by the way, if if the Packers we- get two home games and it's freezing out there, you taking Drew Brees and the Saints to go up there and beat them? I'm not. You know, it's weird. I thought um, I thought I read somewhere Rodgers, and yes, they are the number one seed right now, Green Bay, because of the New Orleans loss right. to Philadelphia, which we'll talk about in just a second. But they never have home field advantage throughout in uh, in Aaron Rodgers' years. I felt like he said that in an interview. He's like, it'd be no, nice they to go definitely through did. No, they, they definitely did? have. They've just they they've blown it though. That when they, they when blew they it. Had. Okay, that was that. That's, Matt, what, I mean, the, that's what it was. Remember, saying. they're fifteen and one, and Matt Flynn threw right. seventeen touchdowns in the one that game. Yeah, though. Okay, so they're they the number the one seed, and they do have an outstanding pass catcher. So they would be doing it a different way. And Aaron Rodgers and this Packers team kind of, you know, kind of under the radar, probably because the rest of the division is not great. Minnesota well, and Chicago sitting at six and seven, and no one really considers them a threat. And Detroit, who they beat up yesterday and now might not even have Stafford the rest of the way, is five and eight, coaching change, all that stuff. Um, what do you think, Charlotte? Green Bay, New Orleans, or is there uh, or Rams out of those well, three? I, mean, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I haven't really thought about the Packers much this year, yeah. and they're just quietly really good. And is it, I, I don't quite know. I mean, obviously, Packers fans have thought about the Packers, but. I don't know whether it's because Aaron Rodgers has historically been so good that it's not surprising that we expect it. Um, mm. Why do you like, am I crazy to have people been talking about them more than I think they have? I, I just feel like it hasn't been a huge storyline this year. They, I think because of those reasons, like the rest of the division, not great. 400 yeah. points four is 410. Sorry. 
That's uh, is that tops in the league? It's tops in the NFC. It's tops in the league. 410 points for. If you like offense, that team's all about offense. Chiefs have 403. They're second. <clears throat> They're fun. I still like the Rams. I know. I don't like as, as I map it up, at, map it uh, off. The, if the Rams go to Lambeau, I don't necessarily love my chances there, but I like them at four to one to win the NFC. But what happened? Jalen Hurts stepped up and Philadelphia beat New Orleans, a team who hadn't in 55 games allowed a 100-yard rusher, and then they allowed two from the same team, Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. Um, they got beat up there. I know they made a little bit of a comeback with Taysom Hill, and there was a weird fumble at the end but um, to put the game over. But my God, I didn't expect that at all, except for the part where the betters have to lose on some kind of teaser, and that was, uh, that was New Orleans' intent all along, 24-21. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, uh, I mean, you, you, I, I feel bad. My takeaway is uh, to feel a little bit bad for Carson Wentz that, you know, same basic framework there. Jason Peters, in fact, done for the year. And, you know, mm. that first half at least felt a little bit, uh, felt like a liberated bunch there watching uh, the Eagle, or Eagles get the better. I mean, for at least the, the first 30 minutes there. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, I I sorry to go back, but I will say about the Packers as the as your number one seed. I think it's owed the narrative. It's I think it's like goes back mm -hmm. to January. They were thirteen and three, if I'm not mistaken, and they were in the NFC title game. And I think going into that one, there was a pretty decent sense the Niners should take care of this team for the obvious shortcomings of that Packers roster. And then you just ride that all the way through, and then to, into the free agency and the draft, and then it gets to be like, oh, they really blew it. They they did they drafted Jordan Love and a running back, and they didn't help Aaron Rodgers out. So mm -hmm. there's a ceiling on how far this 2020 Packers team can go. And then that just we just ride that the whole way. And, and yeah. despite the evidence week after week that we keep getting, we keep we're kind of like, yeah, but yeah, but, and I've been doing that too. And very quietly, there they are. And I mean, I they do still have some shortcomings, but if they get the number one seed and it's cold in Lambeau and they're the only team that has to play two games rather than three, yeah, I guess I'm still taking the Packers to get to the Super Bowl. But I think the knock on them also, Charlotte, is that they haven't really beaten a, a, a great team. And, the, and in fact, Tampa went down there or at home beat the crap out of them. So yeah, then everyone yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. about them right. for a I few did, weeks. Yeah. Um, all right, they beat the Vikings, they beat the Lions. Yeah, they beat the Saints. Okay, at Saints was the best win, 37-30. And then they got trounced by Tampa Bay. They beat up on the Texans. They lost to the Vikings. Yeah, they, they haven't had, like, what's their big win? They lost to the Colts. Had they won that Colts game, I think maybe things would be different. That was a very winnable game in Indianapolis. But otherwise, their wins are against ho-hum teams for the most part. And I think that's why um, they're not getting a lot of buzz. Packers, yeah. Packers chiefs though, would be juicy and talk about a narrative. I, you know, I, I guess I'm sure the chiefs would be probably pretty heavily favored there. What would you think? Uh, six points the chiefs would give in a super yeah, bowl between those two, but that's somewhere in that range. But um, yeah. it would be nice to see the guy who was formerly the most talented um, human being to ever play quarterback go against the current uh, person to fill that uh, description. You know, Mahomes v. Rodgers. And if Rodgers got over, it would be an all-timer. If you could see what is now the old hand in Rodgers vanquish Mahomes and replace him and remind everybody who's boss, Rodgers then would go down in history 
at least for now, I think then you would make the case, yes, he's the best of right? If Rodgers were to win the Super Bowl against Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, I know it's circumstantial. Would we decree for here and now that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time? Oh, man. No. Mm, Why? Why? Why does Tom Brady's six titles go away? I don't know. I, I just feel <laughs> that way. I, 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 it's, it's a gut feeling. It's not based on, it's not based on resume. It's just based on having watched Aaron Rodgers over this last decade and a half as the guy who pretty consistently is the best quarterback yeah. I've ever watched play, at least until, you know, Patrick Mahomes made the scene and you watch him and kind of throws the, all that stuff out the window a little bit. Um, I I know you don't like rating quarterbacks, but I do get it. I I think Aaron, I seem to like him a lot more than, uh, and trust him a lot more than a lot of people. And I would therefore dare I say that he's underrated, but I I do think he is. Yeah. I'm not going to rate things because we don't do this on that podcast, but Aaron Rodgers is good folks. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you know what else is good? Crown Royal. And they're back. They're doubling down on their responsible drinking commitment, bringing the Crown Royal water break to even more sports this year with the help of sports NFL royalty and 15-time All-Star MVP and NBA champion Kevin Garnett, an actor. Uh, should have been an award-winning actor if you saw him in Uncut He Gems. was phenomenal. It was really good, right? Uh, new Crown Royal TV spots remind fans to stay hydrated, stay royal, and to not be that person that ruins the game day experience for friends and family. So here we go. We're each going to pick our Crown Royal Athlete of the Week. Charlotte and I are going to look back. Dave is going to look forward to the Monday night game. My Crown Royal Athlete of the Week is Travis Kelsey. Now, listen, I know I'm not digging deep here. Everyone knows he's a first rounder, late first rounder, early second rounder. If you do a snake draft in fantasy, great. Um, I don't want to say that Patrick Mahomes gets too much credit, but if this guy, Travis Kelsey, is not in the lineup, The Chiefs, I think, are in trouble down the road. And I'm not saying he's injured or anything, but eight receptions, 136 yards, and a touchdown. Dave, you love numbers. Guess what his stats were last week? Eight receptions, 136 yards, and a touchdown. How about that? Back-to-back. Travis Kelsey, exactly the same stats. 1,250 receiving yards, leads the NFL uh, ahead of DK Metcalf. He would be the first tight end to lead the NFL in receiving yards if this keeps up. And I just love his route running. Very, very sneaky, very crafty. On fourth and two, he's a go-to. When do you ever see like a tight end as a go-to on fourth and two or fourth and three? That offense is so confident, and a lot of it is largely due to Travis Kelsey's presence. He's my crown royal athlete of the week. Charlotte, who are you going with? So Travis has been around for a little while now. I'm going with someone who has not. Jalen Hurts. He is now 1-0 and as a starter with the Philadelphia Eagles who beat the Saints. Uh, Carson Wentz has been benched um, and his $70 million guaranteed dollars for his contract along with him. Um, but Hertz had 106 rushing yards on 18 carries, and he's the fifth Eagles quarterback to rush for 100 yards in the Super Bowl era. Um, he also joined Lamar Jackson as they're the two only players since 1950 to have at least 100 rushing yards in their first career quarterback start. Um, he's just he, he looked good. It seems like maybe there's hope in Philadelphia, especially with the NFC East as such a trash fire. Maybe there's not hope, but uh, <laughs> certainly more than when they had Carson. So uh, it's going to be fun to see what this kid can do. 
have to start him. I don't know what you do with Carson Wentz for the future. I know everyone thinks it's as simple as shipping him off to Indianapolis and then Frank Reich takes over, but that is a lot of dough to eat. And uh, I guess the cap goes up, so Philadelphia wouldn't be hit as much, if especially if they get rid of him by a certain date. But Jalen Hurts seems to be the guy, at least someone that they should um, invest time in seeing how it works out for the rest of this miserable season for the Eagles and the NFC East. Uh, all right, Dave, looking forward, looking to that tonight's game. Who is your crown Royal athlete? Of yeah. The week? Well, I do also say to my Steelers fans out there, look at Jalen hurts. I typically point to the state of Ohio and say, just remember, no matter how bad the loss, it could be worse. You could be rooting mm -hmm. for one of those teams that plays in Ohio. I say, stay in the state and look at Philadelphia. They got a mess on their hands. Jalen hurts. Maybe won the battle. I don't know what they're going to do about Wentz in the meantime. Near there is uh, Baltimore. That's where my Ravens play ball. And that's where, um, well, it's in Cleveland, but the Ravens are going <laughs> to remind everybody, including these Browns fans who are puffing their chest out prematurely. Once again, great, you beat the Titans last week. Now the Ravens are going to complete Damashek's undefeated weekend, rolling through it 4-0 and yesterday. Now it goes to 5-0 and on the backs of Calais Campbell. And Yannick Ngakwe, that's the difference. Yes, the reigning MVP, Lamar Jackson, and that offense is going to continue to assert itself more and more over the course of December. But the difference is the back end in Baltimore and the pass rush with Campbell back and Ngakwe starting to heat up a little bit. I think Baker Mayfield's going to come back down to earth. The Ravens are going to be a terrible out for anybody who catches them in the wild card round and perhaps beyond. Watch out. Don't sleep on the team in purple. Those are my Ravens. And that's, yeah. uh, that's, uh, that's my pick for uh, Athlete of the Week. Wait, so your pick is the Ravens, the entire Ravens team, or you for going 4-0? I, I mean, I think we're inextricably linked at this point. You know? <laughs> I see. You can't talk about the Ravens without talking about Damashek and vice versa. That's true. God. I can't wait to hear you mention so many times on the broadcast. Well, yeah, they, they probably true. will. I, but it, that's not what I'm in it for. It's not in it for the backslash. That's not <laughs> okay. what I'm Very their athletic. Vic, their victory is, is my reward. Uh, there you go. Yes. Okay. All right. Browns. That, that was our Crown Royal water break. Moderate your drinking on game day. Stay hydrated. Stay royal. For more tips on how to crown your game day, visit at Crown Royal on Instagram. Uh, about that Monday night game, FanDuel has it as Baltimore minus three. The over-under is 45 and a half. They whipped them. They whipped them good, Dave, um, early in the year. Now, could this be a revenge spot for Cleveland or could they just be kind of resting on their laurels? You say they can win the division or people say they could steal the division from Pittsburgh. Not going to be as easy. First of all, two primetime games now because they were flexed into this spot. They have home against Baltimore at the very strange Giants team. I think if they drop one of those two teams and Pittsburgh beats up on Cincinnati like they should, Cincinnati team that's quit, I think the division is a foregone conclusion. So... Baltimore definitely has more to play for. For them to get that seven spot, they'll have to win probably tonight, and then they have an easy run the rest of the way, right? They have Jacksonville on the slate. You think this is not a, uh, a must win? I think, well, I mean, certainly Baltimore is pretty close to needing to to win out, but right. um, I think that the Browns, it's one, it, it has, I you know, the, uh, talk about narratives and all that. For as much as those things actually matter, and I do think it does matter to the Browns, they clearly in their their fan base has this weird chip on its shoulder. Every 
indication. Like maybe this is for real. Maybe this guy is our quarterback. Maybe this is the year we actually are halfway decent. They want to buy it so much that anytime that they beat a halfway decent team, like they did the Titans last week, a celebration ensues. A parade is driven down whatever streets uh, that bum town of Cleveland has. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, they have paved roads, I believe. Um, the, um, the, I mean like, you know, but they, then they always get put at the kiddie table when they have to go up against an actual oh, AFC boy. North bully. And I, I mean, it really does to me, I, I think they need, I, the Browns need it so that they believe I, I, I don't buy all the, you know, all this talk about how they're for real and everything until they beat a team like the Ravens in a big spot, like they have before them. Um, tonight, and that's that. So I think it does matter for their for them to make hay come January. I think they need to win one of these games already. Yeah, don't you think? Sure, Ravens. I'm looking now, pretty decently easy path the rest of the way. Miami has it tough for them. Home against Jacksonville, home against the Giants, and at the Bengals. I mean, if they didn't win that game on January third, something's wrong. Uh, what are you going with, Dave, for this one? Baltimore minus three, forty-five and a half. I'm taking uh, Baltimore. The total scares me a little bit because I think that that uh, Baltimore defense, which more and more is going to um, emerge here, I think it's going to it's going to get the better of Old Bake. There, he saw a fraudulent defense mm. last week. That's why he had the big first half. Baltimore's defense is for real, especially as it is getting a little bit healthier. Um, I'll take I'll, I'll take uh, the Ravens to win by a touchdown here. Yeah, I'm with you. I think 24-16 sounds about right. Uh, Baltimore needs it more. I think they're going to run. Like you said, they're healthier. All the COVID-related issues hopefully behind them. Um, and the Browns on a little letdown. I see what you're saying about get a get a staple win in the AFC North already if you're the Browns, but I don't think it's tonight. I think they let down after that thrashing against Tennessee, which remember, I, I get it. They're playing prevent defense, but Tennessee came pretty close to making that a game in the second half. I said, think that's the real Browns team we see. Of course, Chubb will have his moments, but 24-16, I'm going Ravens. Charlotte, who are you picking? Uh, I was going to pick the Browns, but now I think you guys talked me out of it. No, no, no. What the hell do we know? Well, I mean, the second half of their game last week was pretty bad, but Baker... Oh God! Uh, it's scary. No, you know I what? Know. I'm gonna go with the Ravens too. All right. Yeah, we're, ju- we're jumping on Dave here because he's four and zero, right? And uh, yeah, it'd be silly to go any other way. I will say this: Fanduel. Whether this game is exciting to you or not, you could add some excitement to your sports watching experience by betting all the action on Fanduel Sportsbook. This football season is a reason Fanduel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. Got great odds on all different betting markets, fun bet types like same game parlay. Oh boy. And they get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. First of all, it's week 14, end of week 14, entering 15. If this is your first bet, shame on you. But they are not being shamed by FanDuel. They're getting $1,000 back if they lose uh, in sight credit. And if you win, you get to keep the cash. Now, I talked about these same game parlays. You could just take anything, anything on the board from this Baltimore-Cleveland game, string it together. How about this? Mark Andrews to score the first touchdown. Nice little safety valve. He's back. He's healthy. He's going to be in the end zone to put Baltimore up 7 nothing. That's plus 850. 
Charlotte, add something to this same game parlay. What does it look like? Well, I was thinking the over, but then I listened to you guys. Should I take the under? No, take whatever you feel. I'm going to go with the under. What is it? It's really? 45 and a half. 45 and a half. All right. Mark Andrews, first touchdown, under 45 and a half. Dave, make it I three for three. Bake gets got at least once. He'll throw an interception or three. Mm. Um, if uh, if I can just take Baker to throw even one, then that will be my pick that he throw will throw a pick. Even one is minus 166. So if you put those together, same game parlay on Fandle. Mark Andrews, first touchdown. Browns, uh, Ravens game under 45 and a half points and Baker to throw an interception. We're a little all over the place, but if it comes together, plus 1883, that's nice. That's good. Why not do it? Same game parlay on FanDuel. Uh, if you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the vote. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code extra points so they know that we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points all right dave uh big rivalry games this weekend i know you're all over army navy all over it it's the, I, it I was delightful it. I, I know what, it's oh was saturday won? was saturday one of the all-time most aesthetically pleasing college football saturdays you've seen it was foggy for army and navy it yeah. was snowy for boise and wyoming Mm -hmm. UCLA and USC both uh, both wore their home jerseys. Florida LSU looked nice, and then shoes were flying through the sky. It was a lot of fun to look at from uh, from morning till uh, till night. I thought. So I want to get back to Army Navy, but Florida LSU, like you mentioned, that they Florida had stopped LSU. It was a tie game, and uh, LSU about to punt, and then a celebratory picking up of the shoe. Now, I don't know if it was strategic that the wide receiver lost his shoe in the first place. Like, maybe someone will be an idiot enough to take my shoe and toss it 20 yards downfield and get penalized as a result. That That's something taken... you would do to people, Sal. Yeah, maybe think, you know, it's it's cagey. It's like Alex Smith running off with the ball. It's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, one <laughs> it's step setting ahead a of trap. everybody. Exactly. Here you go. Oh, here's my uh, helmet. I'm going to leave everything on the field. And if you throw one of these items, you're going to be penalized. And that was the case. It kept LSU's drive going. A 57-yard field goal by the kicker, which is maybe the greatest kick in college football history. 57 through the fog. I'm like, I don't know. Is it good? Was it blocked? I can't even see what the hell's going on here. It was in. Florida comes down. Um, they attempt the field goal. No good. They lose. Trask maybe lost the Heisman Trophy because of that shoe-tossing incident. That's really great. He's close with Mac Jones. They play each other this week in the uh, in the conference championship game. We'll get to those odds. But anyway, sorry. Army, Navy, you're good with it. Charlotte, did you watch even three minutes of this game? Uh, yeah, I saw the fog. The fog looked nice. Yeah, but other than that, I didn't really pay attention. I could pretend. No, don't pretend. No, because I'm, I'm proving my point. This is the greatest rivalry in sports, and yet no one could stomach more than 10 minutes of uh game. Dave, who won? Do you remember who won? No, I don't. And that's besides <laughs> the point, Sal. You know who won? You know who won? America. Sal. America. That's right. who won. Yeah, that's who yeah. won this game. Don't you see? It gets a little bit much. Um, but still it's, I, I just, I, I cannot get enough of it. The fight songs and, uh, the, the midshipmen and the, the cadets with the hats and the whole, everybody thing. has it's, such it's, nice long overcoats. It's just, I agree. It, you ever Dave, been to you, one of those games what? when you're, you see them filing into the stands and everything, not the actual army Navy game, but either if you play a service Academy, it's such a cool vision to see. I, I love, uh, I really do love all of it. Um, I will say also about 
Florida, I think this would replace the fifth down for Colorado mm. and the crazy Hail Mary when the when the Nebraska kid kicked. It wasn't a Hail Mary, but kicked the ball and it hit his foot and it, you know, caught and it put them right. in Nebraska. I think this would be the all-timer if Florida beat Bama and a lot of curmudgeons let me know, well, Florida would never beat Alabama. Besides the point, what if, what if Florida did beat Alabama? You couldn't put them into the final four, Florida, with this loss. So it would, you know, you could make a case that throwing that shoe would deprive Florida of a chance of winning the national championship. And it would be the all-time freak thing to ever happen in college football. Or, or it would certainly be in the conversation if that happened. I Is agree. that in the rule book? How you how you penalize that? It's just what is it? I mean, it's at least delay of game. It's unsportsmanlike. It could be unsportsmanlike conduct. Boy, the teammates knew it right away. They jumped on him like, "Oh, what are you doing? Go get that shoe. Make the sure sass, nobody sees it." The <laughs> sass, the 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 admonishment with in the in the voice of the referee was the best. Uh, the, the, yeah, the disappointment, right. like he threw threw that guy's shoe. 20 yards downfield. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very disappointing. It was. It was like a disappointed father. It's like when I struck out in Little League. It was the same thing go. I had to go through. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, Army won that game 15 nothing. I get it. Everything around it is fun. But then you say you can't get enough. That's not true. You do get enough as soon as they You'd kick run off. for 100 yards in that game, Sal. Doesn't that make <laughs> you feel good about you? I just wish it was more entertaining. I get everything. I listen to minus three. This game means more to these guys who aren't going pro for the most part. This is the game. Nothing else really matters except for this game. But, you know, there are high school players that go at each other um, rivalry wise that aren't going to make the pros either. I just wish it was more. It was better than whose full fullback has more yards. Right. I, I hear you, but I, you know what, even stylistically, I can kind of make a case for <laughs> why I like this game that it you looks like it's 1962. It. You don't I, I did. It. I did sit and watch it. It, it was, it was, it was fun to watch. You couldn't it, even tell me who won in a vac. <laughs> oh, I was kidding. A vac in a vacuum. It, it exists in a vacuum. It has no value Good. outside right. of itself. It's great yeah. because of that. All right. Well, there if they did nice play, if they did play in a vacuum, maybe I would appreciate it more. If it was on, <laughs> wasn't on TV and they played in a vacuum, um, yeah, I, I guess that'd be would, impressive to fit that many guys would. in a vacuum. Right? Yeah, you couldn't have fans or stuff like that. The cannon going off would be a, a problematic. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's uh, we'll talk more uh, because there are some fun games. USC Washington Friday night for Pac-12. Somehow they're having a championship game even though everybody in that conference has played like two and a half games. Oh, but that SC-UCLA game was an all-timer as well. That was a lot, lot of, of fun. fun, that game. That was good. And like, like, good job by you with the color combination. You got that going years ago, as you explained. Uh, you had two coaches sit down, New Heisel and Pete Carroll, and they're like, right. yeah, yeah, we're going right. to do the right thing and we're the right colors. Um, as far as like uh, logos and, and team colors and names go, Cleveland Indians, not officially, but it came down yesterday that they're changing – their name, we don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be the Cleveland baseball team? It's interesting to see what's going on. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to be uh, know the sensitivities of Native Americans here, but I feel like so. Is it is, are they're all going to get changed in the next couple of years? The Braves, the Chiefs, they're all going down, right? This is what it looks I, like. I feel like probably. I mean, I'm of the opinion that if. I think it's fine, you know, if it it's kind of messed up to I don't know. I It's fine to keep the name? No, to change them. To change them. Um, you know, I don't think 
I don't think a sports team name matters as much as respecting the group of people who are here first that we essentially, um, you know, right. got rid of. So I'm like, okay, cool. Change the name. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Like, um, Redskins, I, I can't tell what's more offensive. Again, I'm not going to pretend, but it did seem like Redskins was, I understood that a little more. Maybe Indian, maybe 20 years from now, I'm like, oh my God, we called them Indians. And then, of course, the president tweets like, this is not good for Indians. He puts in quotes. I'm like, oh, okay. We, we, <laughs> well, it's also, he, that's he, not what you know. still got it. <laughs> as they're indigenous people. So to, it's right. sort of like we don't say Indians anymore. So, yeah. like, let's just, let's just start over. Let's, and I think that there are some very good options for Cleveland. I mean, how what? often do you get to rename a sports team? You might as well have fun with it, even though Washington was like, well, we're just the football team now. Which I kind of hope they keep forever, honestly. That'd be fine. I'm used to it at, at this point. Dave, maybe because Steve Ballmer and the um, Clippers won't take our calls. Maybe I we can't. Can make- it's making me sick. It makes what me happened? sick that the Clippers are doing this. They're busy spending time signing Paul George to ridiculous contracts. They can't uh, get back to us about the Clippers' necessity to change their name. They must turn the page. They share a, a, a state, a, a, an arena with the reigning world champions who have many, many banners. It's time to move on. You need to follow Cleveland's uh, uh, way here and do the same thing, Clippers. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's an ongoing cell phone. Now, what we also need to do <laughs> is um, when we're talking, I mean, I, it, it, Cleveland Indians, yes, to me, it, it strikes me, but who am I to weigh in on it ultimately? But Redskins feels like an insult to me. Yeah. I don't know that in and of itself. I think that the more damning thing with with Cleveland specifically is the logo. The the, the that's what I, I thought. I thought they I think get they rid removed it. That that yeah. is uh, th- there is uh, definitely you could definitely look at that and and find that insulting. I will say you mentioned Washington. We need a nickname for their front four already. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, if you're really going to be, if you're going to join Doomsday and mm-hmm. the Steel Curtain and the New York Sack Exchange and everything else, that Washington front is mighty. What are we going to call them? I've offered up either Maroon 4, because mm-hmm. of their jersey color, you see, Maroon 4, or the D-State. I vote D-State. I, mm-hmm. I vote the, the D-State because they're in Washington. Oh, I get it. Well, I think uh, I think Maroon Four is out. It's uh, it's racist. As I know, I mean, I can't even believe you said, Jim. Can you cut out him saying Maroon Four? I don't think that's gonna fly. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. All right, Maroon Four and D State for the Washington. Yeah, they're pretty good. Boy, if they beat Seattle this week, and we'll talk about that later in the week, uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. All of a sudden, for this Washington team, who I think is fit. Did we anyone take? Washington, I know we have uh, like thirty thousand no, dollars on it. No, we didn't. But we should have. That was the one team. That was we the didn't one take. team we didn't take. Because there's three of us. One of us should have taken two teams. Dave, you took. I took the Eagles. Charlotte, you took the Giants. Giants. And Dave, you took the Cowboys. You would just took the Cowboys, fun. and they're you, you all. Could, then you well, could they're just all be like, oh, they They're in it. The Cowboys are still in it. Oh, Cowboys are damn good. I'm just I'm glad that I, I'm now liberated and can get back to pushing uh, America's team 2020 Buffalo Bills. Again, <laughs> remember, I, it's exactly right. We talked about it before. I mean, wouldn't it have been great in that with the snow dusting around during the game and everything if if the stands would have been filled with uh, Bills fans last night? That would have been something. How about any fans? I think half. NBC uh, abandoned their crowd noise thing, which I'm being critical of, piping in crowd noise, but... Boy, it just seemed like a practice. There was no noise at all. Is that all. what was weird? 
they didn't put any, they didn't do anything. I, I really think they didn't, or it was very faint or something, or huh. um, it was, it was, it should have been. And again, Monday night, they seem to overdo it. So uh, we need to find a balance. Maybe they don't do it when um, Al Michaels isn't there. <clears throat> that could be it. Uh, all right. That's enough. We've done a lot here, right? <laughs> Hour 10. Enough. Charlotte. Next time we got to talk about Levy and Bell. <laughs> they'll talk about what could undo the Chiefs. Levy and Bell, belly aching, the backup running back, about oh, how right. many touches he's getting. But in yeah, fact, by the way, as a side note, he might actually be the better running back. So it's interesting. I, I think it's right. I, I do kind of empathize with him on that one. I felt like he uh, had two carries for 10 yards or something, but I, I felt like they both came very early, and then they have to prove that Clyde Edwards-Alaire was not a bad pick. But they can't so cut him, him because, it, but, but it, like Andy Reid must be like, Jesus, man, come on. You know, didn't we? Yeah. Didn't you understand what we were getting into when we signed you? Oh, of course. Of like, course. but it, but if Ceh goes down, then we kind of need you, so we can't cut you. But will you please shut your yap? Just right. like you're, just like Charlotte's thinking right now. Dave, shut your yeah. yap so we can. So we <laughs> Charlotte, can you're at the Wilder things. I think people yeah. should know you're at the Wilder things. I am. That's where you can follow me, and you can read things, and you can watch things, and it's all there. <laughs> it's all right there, Dave at Damashek on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, watch Minus 3, follow along Minus 3 Pod on Twitter. We'll be going live tonight as we do on Monday Night Football. Um, Sal's Eagles giving way to my Ravens. Um, mm. we'll, we'll be talking about what's going down with Bacon. What am Ravens I doing the back there? I can't even, uh, you have You're me cheering for your team. You love them. City of brotherly love. There it is. That's a, a woman. Was that a woman or is that a, a that's a Clay Matthews type man? That's got, I it's think a man, that's a right? Clay Matthews. Because of the tattoos, you're thinking? Mm-hmm. It's too and extreme. your hair out, Sal. <laughs> this is it. This is me letting it out. Uh, yes, I'm at the cousin Sal. Oh, I have a book to promote. They get mad when I don't talk about it. It's available for pre-order. You can't lose them all. It's about all my gambling foils. Uh, World Central Kitchen. I'm donating $10 for every pre-order. We're hoping to get to 1,000 pre-orders. They, um, they really do good things for the food service people who are out of work and have provided over $3 million Meal. So do that. $10 per pre-order to World Central Kitchen. Uh, you can't lose them all on Barnes & Noble or Amazon, all the places you can get books. And Fox Bet Live, I am the king. Now, let me ask you guys, what would you pick? There's only, I, For winning the week, I get a free futures bet. Most of the better teams or top echelon teams are taken. My choices, I think, are between the Rams to win the NFC or the Bills to win the AFC. Which is the better bet? Real quick. Uh, <laughs> neither Rams is, is the right bet. But I also like you mentioned, I've been riding with them since summertime is the Colts. Shit. Yeah. It's a, you can get a big number on that too. Great defense, high pedigree know, youngsters, dominant offensive line. Number 17 is the question mark, but I guess they, the they could thing. get on a run. They could I get on a run. Was, Rivers was a little better, a little better, but, um, I think I'm going Rams only because they're not in the same conference as the Chiefs. I'm sorry, Dave. I know we're, we're disregarding the Steelers altogether here. We'll I don't back. think that the Steelers are going to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> How many times I got to tell you that, you bum? You're, you're a no good bum, and so is everybody else. What? Do I, what is unclear? No. Is, it, is, it, is it on me? Is it, do I lack the words, or do other people lack? The understanding of what the word "rated" means. Oh, what the hell did it I say? It doesn't have any value said... in the. It, it is. It, it's moot in the NFL. They seed them based on what your record is. It's not. I don't think the Steelers are. 
I mean, this I, is crazy I don't talk. You're, you're, I don't get wait, it wait, anymore. Wait. I don't know what goes on. <laughs> All right, listen. The Steelers are underdogs, and it's mm -hmm. a reminder to everyone else out there that feels like underdogs. Please remember, you're all my favorites. See you Wednesday.